Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, good evening, good morning, good day, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to the Spurs Show tonight, live from the Albany, Great Portland Street. Good to be back, good to be back. Please welcome uh, my guests. Uh, we're doing uh, recording two shows live tonight. Uh, please welcome my co-host, Mr. Theo Delaney. Good evening. Finally, a man who's been on the live show many, many times, and we're going to touch on his last live performance, where he pleaded, he pleaded for Nuno to go, and he was, right, he was four weeks earlier than anyone else, in fairness, Mr. Martin Lipton. And joining us on both recordings tonight, we're going to do a very, very special show that you'll hear later on this week with his... his uh, take his greatest Tottenham 11 uh, 367 appearances for Tottenham yes right? yes okay. I always get this wrong exact from 1968 to 76 not all the time yeah well you were kind of you were, you were there you were, you were an employee I was there yes. you were an employee yeah. 174 goals yes okay. Mr. Martin Chivers Thank you. Right, well, what a week it's been after the euphoria of Leicester in typical Spurs fashion. We crashed back to earth as a side of fullbacks failed to make a dent in Chelsea's armory. To dare us to do was a long way away from Stamford Bridge. Did Conte get his tactics wrong? Or after the abject League Cup displays, did he have a choice? Uh, to discuss that, well, let's discuss. Let's, let's, we're going to start, Martin with uh, the Leicester game. I think to sort of... Because the Leicester game was the greatest comeback since Ajax, really. I mean, it was that... I think we're so, we're so low as Tottenham fans. They kind of midweek game against Leicester. We got so excited. <laughs> I mean, we all watched that last 
minute or so, how many times on social media. We've all done it. And there was great euphoria and maybe Liverpool at home aside, probably our best performance of the season in a way, wasn't it? The Leicester game. I, I thought so. Yeah, I thought there was a, a even at 2-1 down, I have to say, it was one of those where I was frustrated at the, the score at the time, but not yeah. the performance. Yeah. Because they played with a bit of brio, with a bit of panache. They created shed loads of chances. And let's be honest, they could have scored four or five before Leicester scored one. So they played extremely well and yet looked as though they were going to lose the match. And from nothing, won it. And that doesn't happen very often. So when it does, you want the, the, the joy of that. And I was sitting there watching with my, my boy who's 12 now, um, which is a good way, you know, you gauge reaction by the, the people you watch the game with. Yeah. And we went from despair to utter disbelief in the space of about 80 seconds. And that's just, that's football for you. And that's what it's, what it's about. But the thing that struck me was that when Bergwijn scores his first goal, which is his first league goal for yeah, nearly a year, yeah. maybe more than a year, he doesn't celebrate the goal. Mm. When you would have thought, I've scored an injury, 94th minute equaliser. <laughs> look at me, look at me. I told you I should be playing. It was... Let's go and get yeah, yeah. the next one, Real indication. which I thought was a really positive sign. I didn't think they would get a next one, mm. but the fact that he was thinking that way was, for me, a real, a real positive. And then what happened after well, that what a was pass. just... I mean, again, I mean, again Harry, that, we're talking about Harry Kane later, obviously. But yeah. if you're centre-forward, to play a pass that quickly, and Bergwijn is off. Yeah, the, the, and, okay, defensively, whatever, and I think even Schmeichel, great keeper... Uh, I thought could have come out a bit yeah, sooner, but that aside, it's, it's tremendous. But then again, there aren't many players in the Premier League who can, who can play that pass. I think the problem is at Tottenham, there are no players who can play that pass. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, you want a midfielder who can play that pass. But let, it was a beautifully weighted ball mm. and it was, it was asking mm. Bergkamp to go and show what he could do. And it was a, you know, in terms Bergkamp. of... Berk, oh, Bergwijn. Oh, uh, Freudian slip. He, 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 was named, he, was, he was a Spurs fan. He wanted to come and shook and said, no, we've got Chris Armstrong instead. So in fairness. So um, I don't think it actually changes my view of, of Bergwijn, though. I'm still not convinced he's going to be there in August at all. Oh, really? I don't think he's what they want. Yeah. I think it may have meant they don't need to get rid of him now. Well, it'd be, it'd be quite cruel if they did. Oh, well, yeah, that. but cruelty is far, football. <laughs> Morris got a hat trick in the semi final, didn't play in the final, did he? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like football's. I don't think he's a Conti player. Mm. Um, I think he's worried about his basic lack of fitness, actually, because he's not. He's, he's rarely available. He's had injury problems. Um, and he's, since he came, apart from that, you know, he's got a debut goal against City, he scored against United, he scored a goal at Villa, didn't he, early on? He hasn't really done enough to justify mm. yeah. that. But. I think in the short term, he probably said, well, I need to be, he deserves to hang around. He's not an essential change. There mm. are bigger changes that need to be made in the last five or six days of, of the window. Yeah. Theo, what, what did you, you make of it? I mean, it was, uh, it was wonderful, isn't it? Because again, yeah. just those little moments when you've got the Leicester fans doing the old, well, my, Tottenham, uh, it's happened again, it's happened again. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> after I'd calmed down, I just tweeted justice. Justice, you know, in capital letters, because that's what it felt like. It felt like we deserved to win the game, but we we lost it. I mean, when you when they played ninety four minutes, you've lost the game. Yeah. So to win like that was great. I was in the corner of my living room watching it on my iPad with my headphones on, just tutting and sort of that <laughs> kicking and stuff. And my wife and my twenty one year old daughter they had the telly. They, they had, they the, had telly. the telly. 
And I'm chatting and blowing. slightly behind or is this and, a, and official just for the, right. Just for the... No, it was on, the, it was on BT. Right. Yeah, yeah. And just for the... Just the equaliser, never mind the winner. I shot up and went yeah. berserk. It was like Amsterdam all over again. I'm going, yeah! And my wife was so appalled. She got up, she thought she was being attacked. And, and it's a very choice language. You attacked her again? She was, she was about to take... I thought she was going to punch me. Wow. She was, I really scared the absolute... You scared your wife. And then she was so angry, she left the room. Angry, My really? daughter was laughing. Because I'd really wow. scared her. It came out of nothing, didn't it? Wow. That equaliser goes in. <laughs> she, I'd just been like, is that because, yeah, minutes, basically, she, got, yeah! she hadn't seen that kind of joy in a couple of years from you, had she? <laughs> she didn't recognise me. And uh, she's... Furious, my, my daughter's uh, laughing, and I'm before I know he scored again. I'm going absolutely radio rental. I nearly smashed the place up. It was a terrible domestic incident. Obviously, I apologise profusely. Once I've calmed down, are you allowed back in several the house? days later? <laughs> Box of milk tray, black magic, something yeah. classy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's what, that's what that stuff does to you, isn't it? Those, those moments. I mean, you, you don't forget them in a house. Martin, as a, as, a, as a player, can you recall at Tottenham? Any kind of comeback, being a goal down and all of a sudden getting two goals, I can't... I'm trying to not think... Not two goals in an extra time like yeah. that. In, in the seven minutes, I think it was there. But I, I must put my hand up and apologise that I gave in to my wife when I saw it 2-1. Yeah. It went 2-1. I thought we were the much better team mm. up until they scored their goals. But to go 2-1 down, I just... I gave in to the missus and uh, let her watch her program. <laughs> and I, I said, "Don't worry, I can find it on my watch, on my phone." And I couldn't believe it when the score was three-two. Yeah. What program I did just, you have to watch, Martin? What did you What did you have to see? No, I didn't watch it. I was, oh, you I was, went. Oh, I was, I was, I'm watching the phone. Isn't oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a jump for joy every time they, they scored. It was yeah. just absolutely incredible. I've not known. Mm. Two goals in the extra time. Mm. You know, Man United make a habit of getting it one in the extra time. Mm. But two is, is hard to believe, isn't it? It's what happened yeah. with the... I've seen it, but talk me through it again. The ball was their kickoff and they played it straight to Tillman's us. Tillman's was weird. Yeah. Two players went wide. and So technically there was a better pass on. And he tried... To thread the needle, It wasn't top defence. He did try and just... And we sort of intercepted. I can't remember who got the I ball. Think, I think it was Hobo who played it. Was it Winks? It was yeah. Winks again. Winks. Holbiate. Yeah. Yeah. Into Kane. Uh, Kane was on the half turn already. Yeah. But it looked was like the charge... Bergwijn went. It was like the charge of the light brigade, wasn't yeah. it? It yeah. was... I saw white figures, you know, going for the ball... But there were about six of them in a row charging for their I, goal. I think I remember us doing that to Everton once in about 94-5 when we were 2-1 down and 1-3-2. But we also then lost to Everton under AVB in yeah. injury time from 1-0 up. Yes. And I was in Kaiserslautern for that, oh, yeah. that, that game. Which again, we've done everything goal. all yeah. game and, yeah. and then managed to lose 2-0 in, in, in injury yeah. time, having been 0-0 yes. at the end of 90. Yeah. Um, so it, it can happen. But it's an absolute joy when it does happen. Yeah. yeah. But you're right, Martin, because the, the, the thing was, apart from the defence again, uh, you know, I, I think defensively, we'll obviously come on to that, especially with the Chelsea setup and, and the goals. But there seemed to be kind of the sort of the shackles were off. I mean, we created so many chances again against Leicester, who I know we've actually on paper got a good record against away from home. But sort of Brendan Rodgers normally kind of knows how to set up I, against I stuff. I think you've got... I know they had players out There's a lot well. out, so you've got yeah. to take that into account. But, you know, we had a, f a few out as well. 
But yeah, I thought it was a really, really strong performance. That was the, you know, the both the particularly when Doha to I don't think will we see in a Spurs shirt again. Who did well? I think. Yeah, I thought he was yeah. excellent mm. on uh, at Leicester as a in probably his best position mm. as a as a you know right sided wing back. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, rather than as a left-sided wing-back because he was against yeah. Chelsea in the League yeah, Cup, yeah. which was just yeah. madness. Um, I thought he did really well. Uh, but there was a there was that sense of of everyone knew their jobs, it seemed. Mm. Um, and Regulon obviously was starting on the left and he's much better than anybody else as a left-sided wing-back. Um, and I thought they were, they played well and they the changes all worked as well. Every mm. substitution worked. It was a it was a really really good performance, and the victory just ha- capped off that. And I actually think if you'd offered Conte that three points and a defeat at Chelsea, he'd have probably taken it. Mm. Unfortunately, because Chelsea are not in a, not a rival. Mm. They're better than that. They're better than Tottenham. I mean, four games, eight goals, none, none conceded. Yes, we've had two game, Kane goals disallowed, two penalties not given in the uh, in the League Cup, but realistically, they're better. Mm. They just are at the moment. Particularly Spurs with their first team under Conte might be able to give Chelsea a match. Spurs with Romero out, with Regulon out, Son. with Son out, are not at the moment able to compete. And you, you're allowed to say that. It's just the reality. Chelsea have got more better players and that was a Chelsea team you know without Kante on Sunday without Werner without others who would be in their starting without Reese James who was an excellent player without Chilwell I mean they've got better players uh, and there's nothing wrong with admitting that it's, it, you know that maybe wasn't the case three years ago but it is now I, but I think that's a disappointing thing because I think most Spurs fans we got very excited the euphoria as you just told us there we, I think, you know, the Spurs show, we tweeted, you know, if that doesn't kickstart this season, nothing will. So I think a lot of us were quite confused and disappointed when we saw the lineup against Chelsea because you assumed you'd use that euphoria into the next game against a team that we don't normally do very well against. We've tried various things in the past, it hasn't worked. And when you saw us effectively have nine defenders, yeah, or certainly six defenders, uh, and Theo, I can understand why he did it, because you said our record against him is awful. Let's make it more difficult. But there was a lot of us, you know, we like our football a certain way, that thought, come on, it's a bonus win against Leicester. Let's go on. Let's use that enthusiasm. Chelsea drawn at home to Brighton. Yeah. Hadn't been playing well. You could argue it was a good time to play them. Uh, took one to pressure. We, with the games in hands, could have yeah. effectively got closer to them. Were you quite disappointed when you then saw that lineup, or I did was, you kind of understand it? I was very confused by it. I think everyone was taken aback when they saw the lineup, and then you start to wonder why. One of the things that he said was that he might have picked Lucas Moore, he might have picked Regulon, and uh, there was a third player as well that he said, Skip, Skip right, yeah, who yeah, were not fit enough to start. So they were on the bench. That was what, That was his first explanation, which started to make sense of it. Uh, and but then you then you think well there's such a lack of attacking players in here he's not even put on the bench Ndombele, Lo Celso and uh, Delhi. so then you start to think this business of a manager sending a message to the board this does look like he's sending a message to the board and then you think yeah but I think if it was any other manager we'd be really 
quite cross about this because this is a derby. But he's got and credit like you say, bank, obviously. Content. He's got more credit. He's got a huge amount of credit because if Mourinho, Mourinho went into derbies and Nuno at Arsenal with incredibly negative tactics, and and it was we were like absolutely furious. And it was but, the kind of first. I mean, if you call it a sort of four-four-two, it's the first yeah, four-four-two he's played he's a back played four since they got done by Chelsea. Uh, Arsenal. Chelsea got done by before Arsenal. Before they then turned it around, so and it's went almost on to like he, uh, you do think. He was sending a message, and then you think, yeah, but sending a message in a derby against Chelsea, a team we crave wins against Chelsea because they're so rare. Chelsea's confidence was low. Ours was high. Is that the time to send a message to the board? I mean, luckily, as you say, he's got so much in the bank that we're no one's really condemning him. He is very... He's not as political as Benitez because nobody could be. I mean, even Sue Gray's not as political as Benitez. <laughs> um, but... He is a political manager, and we've got to accept that. That so we will have every time there's a transfer window, you're going to have briefings and soundings from the Conte camp. That's just part of it, and it's been wherever he's been at Juventus, at Chelsea, into Milan. He's all that's the game he plays, mm-hmm. and you've got to accept that's that's part of it. That he feels that that's his time of of maximum strength, which the club must have realised before yeah. they appointed and, him. And I think that's that, and that's part of why they got Paratici, Paratici, yeah. however you pronounce yeah. it. My yeah. Italian's not very good. Yeah. Um, to be in that that role, that he should be able to manage and understand yeah. that part of of mm. Conte. What I would say is that it seemed a very negative approach. And I don't think there's anyone who really thought that that team's going to beat Chelsea. Mm. He would say, yes, but if the Kane goal counts and we're 1-0 up at half-time... We might have done. It might have been different. I would counter that by saying, if you take Tanganga off at half-time, you might have more of a chance. Because he was clearly scared to make a tackle, having mm. been booked. Yeah. Mm. And much as we'd want to see a young Spurs product playing in the first team, of course you do. I don't think he's quite good enough yet. Mm. And he might not be good enough at all. Well, their first goal came from him not putting not the making the tackle on Hudson Adore. Yeah. Hudson Adore, and yeah. then the ball got. And he's because he was it. terrified of being yeah. set, being sent off, yeah. having already particularly because yes. he was sent off at Palace, Palace. Yeah. when they yeah. lost three yeah. 0 as soon as he was sent off. Yeah. So you can understand the psychology of that mm. from from his. You know, and that's not mm. being negative. Some players, you know, he's a young boy. Yeah. He's, you can't expect him to be a fully fledged mature player. Yeah. Some are at 21, 22, 23, but a lot aren't. Especially in that position, yeah. where it, so much of it is about experience. Yeah, and then you look at and... you look at what Silver did for the for the with the Kane goal. Mm. Yeah. If that had been Dyer or Tanganga, they wouldn't have made that. They, they wouldn't, wouldn't have, have gone. They down. wouldn't have gone down like that. The goal would have probably counted. Yeah. But Martin, I mean, in, in fairness, apart from the first five minutes, Lukaku had a chance or whatever. You could argue with it the way Conte set up. First half, we we. We, we did a job on them. Yeah. As we said, I mean, I, I, again, you know, when you look it was, as a striker, the Harry Kane disallowed goal. Did you think it was a foul? Would, if that was you in that position, the goal was disallowed, would you have gone fair enough? Would you have been upset by it? Well, we didn't see it on the first occasion, did yes. we? Yeah. Depending on where the camera was. Mm. But once they picked it out... He has definitely got a hand in the, in the back of the player. He didn't need to and do it, really, did he? I don't think. I think, he's, I think he, no, was, he, he couldn't stop himself. I'm wondering, the that's exactly, Mardin, and I think that was probably what it might have, what it might have been, is that he, they were going full mm. tilt, and he's, he's 
just guarding himself to, yeah. that he's going to run into him. But the fellow was very clever, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Going, going down. If you get a touch in the box these days, that's what yeah. they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he won on this occasion. Yeah. And and but when you look, it would have been a different. It would have been a different game if if, uh, the ref gave, if the ref gave it, and if they can play went to VAR, absolutely. would they have overturned they it? They probably wouldn't Clear have overturned. Obvious. I don't think I don't, so. Because the, ref, because the referee would have said to the, to the VAR, "I saw the contact. It yes. wasn't enough for him to go down." Yeah. I honestly. I'm not going to complain at the decision. Yeah, I know what you mean. I was because furious at the I time. was really angry at the time, the but yeah. <laughs> you can see why he gave yeah, the it. The trouble is, like so many decisions that go to VAR, they're 50-50 and they can yeah. go either way. And that's why VAR is so frustrating because it mm. doesn't solve anything when they're 50-50. No, but, but the rules, the, 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 sort of thing, the direction is, if the referee tells you he sees something, yeah. if that's what happened, you don't that's overrule the end it. Of the conversation. Basically. Yeah. And he yeah. would have said, I saw a push by Kane on... On silver, therefore it's a foul. If there had been no contact, it was different. Yeah. Or if he'd, if Kane had scored and he'd said it was a push but not enough, yeah. they wouldn't have overruled. Yeah, yeah. So you know, there is a degree, there's been inconsistency this season. Uh, you could argue how can the, the Norwich goal count against Watford, which is even more of a, of a contact from Pookie on the defender. But that's the subjective decision of the referee. Yeah. He, just, he said on the like fri- so many on Friday, I saw the content. It wasn't enough for me. Yeah. Mm. That, so it's that the same they, situation yeah. goes the other way because yeah. they're 50-50 and they can but it's always, But that's always been the case. I, I know. Mean, Martin will know more than me what it's like with referees. But, but that's why <laughs> VAR is very often a waste of time because all you're doing is asking another person to give an opinion <laughs> yeah. on a 50-50 decision, yeah. which, you, which is subjective. So that's mm. why it's frustrating. Another thing, Mike, I don't know whether you noticed the reaction of Kane when he did actually score. He turned around and it was not mm. great he celebration. He might be, yeah. There was he a bit of apprehension yeah. Yeah. because he he knew that he had just touched that mm. player. Yeah. And he came around and he didn't, it wasn't the jump for joy. No, he just, you're right. It, hands went up, but it wasn't full Current tilt. It wasn't, I think he was hoping that it was going to be given. Yeah. Well, look, let's just go for a very quick break. When we come back, we'll, we'll, we'll continue with the Chelsea and look at that second half performance. Back in one minute. Back from the break. Uh, don't forget for premium content, including the daily news show, ex-player interviews, an original documentary series on Tottenham, go to patreon.com slash Spurs show and it helps support our show in the process. We're here tonight with a live event at the Albany. Uh, you can be at these events every month. Go to season.spurshow.net, sign up. You and a guest can be at these events every month. Next month, uh, we have David Pleat uh, joining us. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Leave us a nice review on iTunes. Uh, the second half, I mean, Martin, you, you you touched on it. Tanganga got booked. And again, it was funny. The first half, we were all there going, don't do anything stupid. First five, ten minutes, don't do anything stupid. And when you get to that stage, and then in ten minutes, the game is over. Yeah, oh, to be fair, it was a fantastic <laughs> hit by Z. Yeah, it was. You know, like, But how many times? Why is it always against us? Because well, his girls always tired. He's how allowed. Many times you seen, look, how many times <laughs> you seen Luis watch the ball as it goes mm. past him? It's all, never hits the bar. It always goes in, doesn't it? Uh, you feel that way, but actually, it probably doesn't. You know, it's like uh, they deserve to beat us. Let's, yeah. you, sometimes you just don't deserve to win. I mean, we had a couple of half chances. The Bergwijn yeah, volley goal, didn't yeah. hit it really well, and then the Kane header late on, which is too. Yeah. The game was gone then. Yeah, uh, I think everyone knew that. 
we've got two weeks of no football. Let's come again. The reality is top four is not dependent on beating Chelsea True. at Stamford Bridge. It's about winning 12 out of the next 18 games. That, arse, that rearranged game against the Woolies Massive, is going to be yeah. an interesting one. But there's also, it? you've, as I was chatting earlier, you know, we've got Brighton twice, mm. Newcastle at home, Everton at home, Southampton at home, Norwich away. Burnley, home and... United, and, City, Liverpool away. Yeah. No, City away going to be a struggle, let's yeah. be honest. United yeah. away draws a good result. Liverpool, Liverpool away, struggle. free hit. Free mm. hit. Yeah. You know, 12 out of 18, 72 points. I think that's. I think 18 <laughs> out of 19 seasons, that's been enough for top four. Interesting. So that's win 12 matches. Yeah. That's, that's it. And that's what Conte will be thinking. Yeah. And that's why we need these reinforcements to feel like he can go in to confidently expect to get those points, I think. That's why well, he's playing these games. Well, let's talk about the transfer winner. Martin, again, as, as an ex-Tottenham player, what happens in the dressing room when you know, and you might like and respect them, and, I, and, I, and I'm not thinking of anyone in any particular seasons, what do senior players kind of say to each other when they know there's certain players in that squad who are playing for whatever reason, that you know aren't good enough. And you kind of know. I'm thinking about Harry Kane now. He knows with this current team again, we're probably not going to win anything. What's the frustration? What's said amongst senior players? Do you go and try and speak? What's the kind of relationship you have with the managers or people upstairs? Or do you just go, this is my job and nothing I can do about it? It must be frustrating when you know you're two or three players short of maybe doing something. I think in my time, when, when we had bad, a bad time in the dressing room after the game, we'd be having a go at one another. Right. But I don't think you, you can expect that with so many continental players. I right. don't think... Uh, it's my one argument about Tottenham is that I don't see players building up relationships on the field. Hmm. I don't see them... I don't see them giving a G up either. I don't hmm. see... I don't they, see a, quiet I don't see a captain... I want to see someone out there who's going to roar at them and, for goodness sake, take it mm. as, a, as, a, as a criticism, but don't put your head in, in your shoulders, you know. That we, I, was, I got rollicking all mm. the time mm. from my defence when mm. I wasn't closing perhaps... Down or... I wasn't closing down, I wasn't holding the ball that properly, and I accepted it. Mm. And it probably made me a better player, mm. but... I, think, I don't think you can do it so easily with foreign players. Is it not more of a, you, I might be wrong here, more of a modern player phenomenon rather than a foreign player phenomenon in that the English players are quiet. All the players Absolutely. are quiet. And it's not just at Tottenham, it's at every club now. Yeah. You're, you are a different generation of footballer and of, and of people. You, you know, you're, you, you've grown up in a, you know, immediate post-war privation situation in the world and you were all British you were all from the same backgrounds mm. but you know, working class backgrounds it was a working man's game you weren't you weren't being paid absolute fortunes you weren't mm. social media uh, idols no you were different people than, mm. than modern players and not to yeah. blame them for being what they are they're a product of this ridiculous society in which we live which is is very different to the ones that one that i grew up in and mm. even more so from the one that that, that your generation yeah, you're probably grew up. right but, but it, it, in our day we were able to socialize together mm. we, we we would go and have a game of golf together we we do things together mm. you know even yeah. off the field and we were friends and we went out to dinner maybe with the with the better halves and it it can't be it can't be like that, I suppose, yeah. 
these days, but you'd just like to see one or two. We, we do see glimpses of, and, of Cain and Son linking together. Why shouldn't it be the same with the defence? You know, they, they should be able to read one another's game, you know, and and, and shout to them, yeah. my man or anything like I that. It's deadly uh, quiet back We had then. it with Vertonghen and um, Alderweireld. Absolutely. But yeah, of course, they played together for many, many and years. And they've been the kids together, together. yeah. That, but it showed together. as well, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, now we have this defence. There's no... there's no. It's not not had a consistent sort of make-up for, since they left, really, has it? There's no. all been different people coming in and out, and it's never been the same. And it takes and, time. And, those, and, it takes and, the, time, and yeah. our team at the moment is not the same. Same team every week, isn't exactly, it? Exactly, that's and, what I'm saying. Yeah, so. It's very, it's it's a hard time yeah. to try and make fre- link ups, you yeah, know, and, friendships. And I think that's partly to do because we haven't found good enough defenders since they went. Well, we haven't found no. the, the one, the say, one right, the club have signed to be the bedrock of the team hasn't played since yeah. October. Yeah, exactly. So, Hopefully, Romero, yeah, when he comes back... Well, thank God he is. hasn't gone to Argentina. The Celso's <laughs> gone. I think most people in the room would drive him to Heathrow <laughs> Airport. So, I mean, that's... Hopefully, Romero will come back in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, and then we can maybe start to build a back four around him and maybe relationships will develop. And maybe, because you're so right in the back, that's what I was saying about Tanganga. It's very... You've got to get a lot of games and a lot of experience and know what to do, but you've also got to do that in coordination with your partners. I mean, women, yeah. it doesn't seem that long ago to me when we had Albert Berold and Batonga and Walker and Rose. It was the best back four I've ever yeah. seen. It was the best. And they, and they played the long, same long time. every yes. week. The best play, They were the best players in their position. There was hardly anyone better in the whole country or even in Didn't Europe. Didn't give many goals away at no. all. Mm-hmm. And they were good going forward. And they did talk, yeah. I think. And yeah. that's what we need to get back to. That's a hard thing to get. Mm-hmm. You know? Sure. Yeah. I mean, sure. Martin, obviously now the transfer window, we're recording this on a Tuesday. It shuts next Monday. Again, I mean, we've been doing this show 15 years, and I think for the last 15 years, it's always been, we're leaving it to the last minute. We're doing it again. As, as we record the show, no one has been signed. There's talk of uh, Troy at Wolves. The deal hasn't been done. Uh, today, there's talk of a, a defensive midfielder, Moroccan international from Fiorentina, that's yeah. a bit of a left field one. There's a wide player from Porto that's been talked about today, which I, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not He looks aware quite of. good, I have to say. Yeah. Everyone looks, I look good on YouTube. Quite fancy him. The Colombian you know. Ronaldo, they call him. <laughs> oh, he's got that fantastic goal against City in the Champions League this season. Okay. Yeah. Starting on the left, going all the way across goal and then pinging it back beyond yeah. Edison. He ain't coming, is he? <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool and Man United want him as well. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Uh, I'd no. like to see Traore come. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see I think him you know, because he's got pace and he he goes at people. And I think the two boys up, the other two boys up front, Kane and Son, will benefit from. Yeah, him. he also plays completely covered in baby oil. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> he they what, so they can't fold him. Yeah, so that they bounce, so they slip off him because he's like a, he's a, he's a, he doesn't look like a footballer. He looks well, like a rugby league he's player. Strong, isn't he? and he goes like a bullet out of a gun. And he smothers himself in baby oil. I'm not making this so up. So maybe stadium moment. naming rights, Johnson & Johnson. Yeah. Could be, could be a great commercial opportunity. Knowing Levy, that's why he wants him. That's why. But, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure. Of, I mean, let's be fair. We've all watched Traore and thought, wow, wow, yeah, wow. Yeah. Goal kick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. So you can only assume that Conti thinks, I know how to tame this ball and get it to yeah. actually I mean, work. I, I'm assuming it's go past him. And put the ball here. Yes. Go past him. Repeat 100 times. Yeah. Go past him and put the ball here. Yeah. Because you've got Kane and Son who will know they'll, where to go. They'll do the rest. And they'll do the rest. Yeah. And it's that that would mm. appear to be... Look, look, he did it with Moses. They're not too dissimilar mm. in physically. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, stocky yeah. build, yeah. pace. Same deal. I think Trove is quicker because mm. no one's slower than him. I mean, he, mm. oh, no one's quicker than him, but yeah. he's absolutely blistering. Um, and he gives them physical power. Mm. And I don't want to go down to obvious sort of tropes here, but, mm. you, you know, he's got that in him. What about backup striker? It looks like we're not really linked. Vlahovic looks like he's going he's to Juventus. He's going to Juve, it would appear. So you gain, I don't know how many years have been saying this, there's no like-for-like like striker no. there coming is, in. I suppose the argument would be if you keep Bergwijn and Mora and Son, you've got three who can play yeah. off and you can you can play Son as a nine if you absolutely have to, yeah. you know, because at least he'll stretch teams. In the, if you've got, if you can only make so many signings in the window, and let's be honest, it is January and it's five days, six days to go, and it's Daniel Levy. You, what do you absolutely need? You need a right back. You need a, a midfielder who can pass the ball, hopefully, because we haven't got one of those. But it looks, I mean, it looks like uh, PSG might take them to Belly on loan. Mm. Deli Ali could end up at PSG, yeah. maybe at Newcastle. Lacelso has been linked with Seville. He obviously came out just before the Chelsea game going, I'm fit and yeah. I haven't been picked, yeah. which was quite telling. Um, you probably need it. You could look. He none of them have been playing. It's no. not like we're going to miss them because none of them have been in the first team. No. And so you, but you need a right back because the, the fellow they bought from Barcelona is not good enough. Doherty's mm. not good enough. Mm. So get a proper right back in and keep. You probably, I think you have to keep Emerson because he's played for Spurs and either Betis or Barcelona. So he can't play for three teams in a year. So you've right. got to keep him. You he's only get, 22. Yeah, I mean, you can get rid of Doherty. He hasn't worked. But, you know, he's a, he's a, Small fish in small pool player. He can't mm. cope with the, the the magnitude of Tottenham Hospital. I don't think. That doesn't mean he's not a, mm. he's not decent. He looks always looks good for public violence. But and... I, I think the club's too big for him. And you know, Martins was there. Some players couldn't cope with moving to Tottenham. Is that, the, do you think that's true? Does that happen more. with players? Yeah, of course. You're ex- what is it? A personality thing? It's just no. You're just moving to a, a bigger place and and the strange players. You know, the, it, it's, it does. You've got to be lucky to s- click in mm. fairly quickly, with, with, especially with Tottenham. I remember a lot of players moved to Tottenham and didn't set, they found it daunting. When you say daunting, is that training? Is it meeting their fellow pros? What, what is it that well, kind of. Perhaps they expect, oh, they're expecting so much from me or something. Well, mm. I'm not, they're, they're mm. much better than I am. So you know, psychological as much as anything. Yes. Right? Yeah. But I, people said to me, God, that must have been hard going into that team. It was the easiest thing I did mm. because they were nearly all internationals. Yeah, yeah. They were all good players and mm. and they made me a better player. But that's that's the, your way of looking at it and some people look at it the other way around. They're overawed, right? Well, but you, you had confidence. You also had an exceptional ability and some of them well, go... Well, maybe and, I'm in a position in that team, in that setup, yeah. that if I scored a couple of goals... They immediately accept me and think, yeah. oh, he's, yeah. he's a decent player. Yeah. And you go from there. Yeah. But we've, it's not just the Spurs, but there's lots of big clubs where players just haven't worked. Yeah, of course. It, All the time. No, Mainly the Spurs. But I remember, Every you know, a gamble. Do, you remember, do you remember, I mean, Gary Birch was going to United. Yeah. yeah. You exactly. know, mm. look, and it was, was incredible. Yeah. He's look, got so many goals and, and then got, couldn't, couldn't tie couldn't his shoelaces. You know, it's like Chris Torres, Fernando Torres. Look at all the strikers Brian Clough. Bought that were great until they turned up and they all failed. You know, Wallace, people like yeah, that. Yeah, so it's not. It, it does. It does happen. Mm. Yeah. Um, and Doherty just doesn't isn't a good fit. Mm. So it's not his fault. It's yeah. just what is. Yeah. yeah. I get He's with found him, his you know. limit. Have we made a really successful transfer 
ever in, in the last year or two. <laughs> no, the best is Hoberg. In. Hoberg's the the, the, what, the nearest yeah. thing to success. For what he costs, and even for, that isn't. But works hard, and I'm not costs. convinced yes. with him. Yeah, but he does work hard. He was like 15 million. He's not a bit more to give. He wasn't a big. We don't do big buyers. It's the usual, you know, 15 to 20 million. The one, the ones that have worked were the ones that no one saw. Yeah, you know, Son when we signed him from Labour. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, Son Dem was probably Dembele, the last eleven league, million from from Fulham. Fulham. You know, Ardevero cost next to nothing. Yeah, you know, the ones that you don't it, it often. You know, Luis, ten yeah. years of Luis, he's done fantastically yeah. well. Yeah, for seven point six million. Yeah, you know, it's been a brilliant servant at the club. You know, nearly so all of those, interestingly, were players coming to the end of their contract, so you got them on at a discount, which yeah. is yeah. very Levy. And of course, they so they would have cost more, I think. Certainly, mm. people like Hoybier, I think, was very near to the end of his contract and stuff. But, but I mean, let's, let's talk about Tangier and Dombele, who, you know, we're absolutely trying to offload. He's not training with the first team. Uh, most expensive Tottenham player of all time. How have they... Surely, when you're investing so much money, uh, and I think it's first club Greek comp, he'd fallen out and not shown up at training. So there's previous there. Did surely, when you're investing so much in a business... Isn't there someone in the club that's checking who their mates are? Where do they hang out? Where do they go after training? What are they like? Well, yeah, but I mean, he didn't that's have a big it. question. That's what I've been. I speak speak with Phil Bill every, nearly every other day, and we say they don't know who who their friends are. Mm. They they're in another world. They, they just don't seem happy there. Mm. I, I criticise Nombele because I say I think he's on the ground more than he's on his feet. Mm. He's, he's a, and we know there's talent there. He's a great big fella. And he'll probably go to PSG and be tremendous. Yeah, he's a but, strong player, but he just hasn't settled. And it's it's a shame because mm. he must have something, yeah. but it just doesn't settle down in that team. Yeah. But, but I who, think, who gets these players? Yeah. It is Mr. Hitchens, is it? I don't know the person you see. I don't, know. I don't, I don't know where he's getting them but from. It's, I mean, if you look at he 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 looked great at, at Leon. Yeah. But I think it's the most savage indictment of a football player that after three years at Tottenham, you still can't get more than sixty minutes out of him. Mm. He's a professional footballer. <laughs> look. You know, the one thing you should be able to guarantee is you can run. You've seen him warm up. Well, there's nothing, is there? I mean, he, and he's... he's you more getting out of bed. He's, and it, really? And it, <laughs> look, we take aside his reaction to being substituted at, at Morecambe because it probably was he was pissed off at himself. He hadn't played well and he was, oh, here we go again. And he knows the manager doesn't like it. It's all the other games when he's done absolutely the square root of nothing. All that, managers as well. You know, and if, if, if you include Mason, he's had five managers. Mm. In, and none of them have fancied him. None of them have trusted him. It's time to say goodbye. Simple mm. as that. I mean, if they, if they get PSG to pay even some of his wages, that would be rid. A, a right result. Because you're, you're not, you're, you're, you might be lucky. He, go, he goes to PSG, plays half decently, you get him for 20, get 25 million back. You write it off. But Theo, you write the, it off. The, the, the big frustration for all Tottenham fans, though, is we're talking with a few days of the transfer window. And again, we're not we're not part of the inner circle. We don't know, but what we know over the years, it looks like again, if you move players out, Deli Ali and Dumbo and Celso, I'm guessing saving four hundred thousand pound a week in wages. If if that's moved out, then yes, you're freeing up money. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Just disbelief, man. 
That's between I them. didn't make that in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> but then they're told, now you can bring players, and this, this is the problem, whereas you've got, I don't know, I know you can't compare, Aston Villa. We'll just go and get, well, Coutinho, or we quite like that, and, you know. Yeah. And it's this whole model of we will not, we will only invest what's been generated within the club. We were told the state, I know COVID aside, but every club has had COVID. The stadium is the game changer. Yeah. This is bringing money. We've got Guns and Roses and Lady Gaga coming up and all that. Yeah, yeah, Surely some accountant at Tottenham goes, don't worry, this is coming in. Don't worry about that model. Yeah. Go and get that done because he's that that's good value. Go and do it. Yeah. And we don't do it. Yeah, well, yeah, but you're making a lot of assumptions. There. I'm but, making I mean, a lot of assumptions. The old fat Fabrizio Romano, the fellow who is uh, the god of transfer rumours, said today, as you know, Tottenham are very, very busy. We also know that at the beginning, uh, just before <laughs> just before this window... We're always busy. Levy, Levy went to see... Levy went to the Bahamas to have a chat with Joe Lewis. There was he talk, he did talk of not. He's building a house there. There's talk of additional Nonsense. investment. It's a Nice, I've, I, seen, I like I've seen where think. we live. It's a nice place. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think. Oh, oh, we, all, we all do know that Levy's greatest talent is, is land economy and not, not nothing to do with football. But, and he's very good at that. And that's why we've got the best stadium, the best training ground. But what he also is, is a, definitely a businessman. And what he knows is he's got an opportunity here. He's got one of the best managers in the world. And that if he really wants to add value to this thing that he's built... Yeah. And, and make it something they can sell for a colossal amount of money. He's got to get them into the top four. Exactly. He's got the manager, and he must know, because he's a businessman, and Lewis certainly knows as well, Lewis isn't just a businessman. He's made his money out of speculating. So he's a gambler. Yeah. He must know that you've got to spend money, you've got to speculate to accumulate. So I think they're willing to do it, unless they're just going to let... They haven't done it. We haven't because in January, it. it's incredibly hard. So if they are as busy as we're led to believe, I don't. It may be on this occasion that it isn't a lack of willingness to spend money. It might be a lack of ability to get deals over the line. And that might, again, be to do with his kind of pathological desire to always get a bit get a slightly better deal slightly better deal, possibly but I think he's not an idiot and he's got to get in that top four he's got Conte he's looking he can see the squad he's, he's heard what Conte thinks of it and he's thinking there's no we'll never get the three billion quid we want to sell this place if we're in mid lower mid table for the next six years mm. no chance we won't no even chance. fill the stadium not so he knows that. Gave forty-five thousand yeah. the last few yeah. games. So he knows that. So he, he's not. He's no. I don't think he's a fool. Mm. Unless, unless we've always thought the one thing about Levy is he's no fool. Maybe <laughs> after twenty-five years, you'll think he was a fool all along. <laughs> we were the fools thinking he wasn't a fool. <laughs> I, I don't think it's it. It, it's easy. Let's be honest. No. This is all. January is always a, a difficult window. And yes, you say Villa have done this, but. Burnley have got a right back who's pretty decent. We know him, although we were quite keen for him to leave when he left. Let's be honest about it. Although the replacements haven't been good enough, mm. and they bought Chris Wood. Now, come on, you know this is the wealthiest club in the world, and they bought Chris Wood. Mm. Yeah, that's how hard it is. Yeah, it's not that easy it's for hard. anyone to spend yeah. money. Yeah. And you know, yes, Villa have got Coutinho. He's on loan. Mm. And they're paying an absolutely ridiculous amount of money, plus an even more ridiculous amount of money. To Keir Jarabjian, to get him on loan. Mm. You know, mm. it's a lot of dough. Mm. So you've, you, the way it works is it's always a scramble in the last few days. Because there's no football, 
it's easier to do business this window than most because normally they've got games to play as well. What is this at the moment? I mean, England have got games, haven't they? But so what is the, uh, the winter break? The winter yeah. break. Basically, Basically, break. Be- because of... Which is pointless due to COVID. No, it, it's, been not, so it's, not about, anyway. it's not about... It's not a Premier League thing. It's because you've got FIFA qualifiers in South America, Asia and uh, um, CONCACAF yeah. plus the African Cup of Nations. And they've got to play them because they were behind because of COVID. So they're playing three games in most of those. So you could have played the Premier League, but we'd have had no Son and no Romero and no Lo Celso. And, you know, others would have been without even more players and it would have made a joke of the Premier League. So the Premier League decided we'll have one week off and then the following weekend is the FA Cup fourth round where you've just got to play irrespective of whether players are back or not. And we're playing Saturday we're night. Play- Saturday night at 8 p.m. Great, great scheduling by our friends yeah. at, at uh, Just before ITV. carry on screaming properly. <laughs> but so there's, so <laughs> you have a bit of a chance to, to, get, to, to, get, to get players in. And I think it will be an extremely... I think Monday is going to be absolutely crazy even by Tottenham standards. Because yeah. um, they're going to get three in and five out, I suspect. I think they'll get rid of... Rodon needs to play. Tanganga, they don't really... It needs to play. Delhi desperately needs to play. He doesn't want Ndombele anymore. He doesn't want Los Celso anymore. Oh, yeah, Doherty. Interesting. And Doherty, another one. Oh, that's... Right back Traore. <laughs> yeah, but maybe they went, oh, that's f- it's five from six, I would have thought. Mm. Traore, I think, is the most likely, the, the first one they do because he wants to come and they've yeah. got that. They're definitely looking at a midfielder. I'm not sure if this, this chap from Fiorentina who doesn't, he's only made one start for them in the league yeah. this year. He's, he's, he's one of those ones that Danny Rose would he's have in the Google. He's yeah. in the AFCON. He, at the moment. He's played well for Morocco. His name's Sofyan Amrabat. He, he was great last season. He's been shit this season. He played, <laughs> he basically the last 15, <laughs> but he's a player that Conte will know. Yeah. And yeah. if he thinks, and, it, and to be honest, he can't be worse than Los Celso. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can't be worse than Delhi, I'm afraid, at the moment. Yeah. You know, so if, you, if he's on loan, you have a look. If he's not, you know, we bought that boy, Gerson Fernandez, like absolutely no, useless. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. but you, you have a look. But they spent 25 million on Hill, can't play. I think Hill might go. If they could get the boy from Porto in, mm. then they'd let, let Hill go somewhere. Because yeah. he's, I don't know, apart from he's, he looks like he walked out of that Beatles film, like didn't he, really? I mean, Beatles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's no point him going back to Melbourne. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Our scout's going to be busy. Isn't huh? it? Our scout's going to be busy in the next few. Well, days. You, you hope so. Well, look, let's 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 we're going to round it up now. Uh, for those of you at home, we're back at uh, uh, later on this week with a special show with Martin Chiefers. But for now, thanks for listening. Until the next time, go Spurs. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show. Check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.